everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to the episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today, I want to talk about stepping out of your comfort zone the second time and how that's actually more challenging than stepping out of your comfort zone the first time. But before we get to that, if you are listening to this podcast and enjoying every bit of it, even if you're not enjoying every bit of it, <laughs> I would love if you could rate and review uh, the on any whatever platform you're listening to it on. It will help other people find this podcast and help them be a little bit ha- healthier and happier. So I would greatly, greatly appreciate if you can take some time I know your time is valuable, so I'm not asking this lightly. So if you can take a second and just rate and review the podcast, I would love it. Thank you very much. All right, let's get on to with the topic for today. So um, when we are coming out of our comfort zone, right? Like we're, uh, I talk about that a lot, like just pushing past your fears or doing it scared or um, just pushing towards your goals and all these things. And of course, that first time is scary and there's fear and there's all the things, right? So not diminishing that that is not hard and by any means, because it is. <laughs> I think it's very hard when you are, you know, in your, your zone of normalcy and that's just that's just what you do. You're doing X, Y, Z every single day. And then because of something, it's it's different for everybody. So either you are moving away from pain, that's often a motivator for people to get out of their comfort zone, right? Right, they're in pain financially, they're in pain physically, emotionally, mentally, right? Or they're going towards pleasure for all those things, right? Or both. (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So as humans, we're either going away from pain or towards pleasure. Like at the basic level, that's what most of us are always doing. Not most of us, all of us. Like that's just how people are operating. So when you are working to get out of your comfort zone, that first time, a lot of times it is when people are at you know rock bottom. And it could be rock bottom looks different for everybody and it looks different for different situations, right? So for example, for fitness, it could be that you are um, just so in pain, right? Like your knees are killing you and your your clothes aren't fitting and you're the heaviest weight you've been as an adult. And it's just like, you are just like, I cannot do this. Maybe your, your gut is hurting because of the foods are just irritating your gut. And you are just like always in pain. You're like, my body just hurts. That is a great motivator for you to get out of your comfort zone and start exercising and to start changing your lifestyle and all that, right? And so, yeah, that is challenging. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the first time is not challenging. 100%. You have to make major shifts. You have to do a lot of things scared. You have to be uh, prepared to like suck at things for a while, right? So, and but it's because you're you're going away from that that pain, right? It's you have motivation on your side. Yeah, you're you're highly motivated to like, no, I don't want to do that. I I can't live like this anymore. And that goes for anything. When it's whether it's starting a, a business, whether it's you know quitting your job, right? Maybe you get to a point where your job is just sucking the life out of you. I know I've been there, <laughs> right? Like it was so easy for me to. Um, get out of my comfort zone and and leave a place. I when I was an accountant, I worked at Price Waterhouse, um, and this is not a, a thing against Price Waterhouse. <laughs> 
but but it wasn't i was just working to death i was being worked to death and i just was miserable and i don't know that if i wasn't miserable right like if i would have been motivated to leave so you know what i mean like i had never quit a job like that right like anytime i had quit jobs before it was because it made it was like that was the next step right like i i worked at um medallion as a company that that provides the medallions for the taxi cabs in new york and they always knew i was an intern right and i was in school so when i quit that they knew like it was always known to everybody that i was eventually going to go on to ideally a big four which is what i did with the big four accounting firms so it was like all the jobs before that quit like when i i worked at um I was the the check-in person for my dorm, right? So we had, I went to school in New York, in in Manhattan. So we had like dorms that were just like regular buildings in Manhattan. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So if you had somebody um, was coming into your dorm, you had to check them in, whatever. So I did that, but it was always known. I'm in school. I'm gonna quit that. So my whole point, whole point in telling you that is that. Up until that point, it wasn't really stepping out of my comfort zone to quit a job, right? Because it was just like, it was the natural thing. You know, I worked at Ulta, but then I graduated high school. So they, I mean, they weren't shocked. I was obviously going to college, so I was going to leave. So, but Price Waterhouse, that quitting that job that I had worked so hard to get that I had interned there and I had done all these things and it was just like I'd put on all, all this work. I was up for promotion. That was stepping out of my comfort zone for sure. You know what I mean? So, it, but again, I'm telling you this because it was, it, I had such motivation to do so. I was so miserable. I was just so like, oh my goodness, I cannot continue doing this. So it made it easier in the sense that I was, I had such conviction. And that's typically what happens for most people coming out of their their first, like the first time they like make that big switch in their life, right? You have all these things that you're just like, F it. I just gotta, I, I can't, like, I just can't do this anymore. Okay, so that's the first comfort zone. Now, here's why I think the second comfort zone, coming out of it the second time, right? So you come out of your comfort zone and then it's like, you get, that becomes your new norm, right? Like, of course we have the 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 stumbling and the the not understanding what you're doing at first and it, things are super hard and like the, just the, the, the pressures of like, learning how to to make that your comfort zone again those those are there too okay totally get that but eventually whether it's a month two months a year depending on what the heck we're talking about that new thing becomes your norm right let's go back to the fitness example you were to the person that was just like oh my gosh i i need to to do this now this person is change, they've changed their diet up. Maybe they were eating fast food all the time and now they're cooking at home. They still eat out once in a while and all this stuff and they still enjoy fast food here and there, but they've made a lot of switches. They're drinking more water when they were barely drinking water before. They're exercising three days a week. They are just like, and that was, they were doing nothing before. So now they're just moving and grooving and that becomes their new norm, right? So now the second time, and, the, and people get hard, we get really hard on ourselves. So that now we're like, oh, you know what? I'm ready to take it to the next level. I'm ready to, to, to up my game, right? And it's harder. And it's harder because we're far away from that pain. We're not, that pain is not the same right? We're, we're, it's not there. So when you think, oh, I'm going to push myself to get out of this and go to the next level, 
it's hard because you're like, things are pretty good. Like, can they be better? Absolutely. But you're like, oh, I remember when it was so much worse. And you almost have this like guilt of like, well, is what, what I'm doing not good enough right now? Or uh, like, well, it wasn't as bad as it was before. So why do I want to leave this and like go through all that again? So we start second guessing ourselves. We start doing all this stuff in our heads and we're like, ah, maybe I should just stay here. And that's what I mean about it is tougher because we don't, the motivation is not the same. Our energy towards it is not the same. We're, we're not as far, we're farther removed from the pain than we were before, or we're closer to the, pre- to the pleasure than we were before. So we're like, okay, I, I mean, I guess I'll get there eventually. Um, and the, the need for the shift is not as powerful typically the second time, right? So and you you're like oh my and you know what what happens is that we start really doubting and saying well maybe it, we start questioning we start thinking well maybe i don't want this bad enough you know like maybe it's not maybe I, you know before i was just able to do xyz and i just did it so easily we 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 tend to forget that there were challenges <laughs> but in our heads we look back at it and we're like oh you know i did this this and this and i just you know we remember the good parts and we're like okay i i did it so easily like maybe i don't want this you know i'll give you another example on like the the motivation it changes so when my husband and i bought the gym and when we started that that whole journey on our, you know, just completely changing our careers. We were broke. Okay. So we went from, I mentioned I was an accountant. My husband was in uh, sales, advertising sales. And from a very young age, we made a lot of money. And because we changed our careers and left accounting and he left sales, like we were just like so broke. (laughs) We saved not a dime. Like we didn't, like it was just, just whatever. It was, it was bad. So when we, said, Hey, we're going to buy this gym and we're going to like go all in on it. We had, we got a loan. Like we put ourselves on the line for this, right? Our motivation was to not be broke, right? Like our, like we literally had an apartment. We had zero furniture. My parents felt bad for us and they bought us, um, they bought us a table and I want to say a couch. I can't remember. They definitely bought us stuff because they were like, really? Like (laughs) any furniture so we that we were so motivated and we're so trying to get away from the pain of not having money and, and you know not having the things that we were used to that we were like okay we we are gonna make this work do you know what I mean like it was like okay that was our why we were like okay we cannot continue doing this so when I started my doTERRA business I was so that was that was obviously the first time like going out of the comfort zone, right? When I started my doTERRA business, my need to do that was not money motivated, right? Like I was doing it just because I love the oils, I loved the company, and I love what what the I love the potential. I just loved like everything about it. So I was like, oh, this is great. I just I'm gonna do this, and it was. I don't want to say it was. Uh, it, it, in the beginning, I, I got it going quickly, but there was a lot of challenges because I wasn't struggling for money at that point. So it was like, I didn't have to push as hard, right? When when I was struggling for money for the gym, it was like, oh, we got to go, we got to go, we got to pay this, we have to pay our, our rent, we have to like maybe furnish the rest of our house. <laughs> like, oh, I want to be able to like enjoy a night out and be able to, you know, get gas and not have to be like, oh crap, I have to not go here because I don't have enough gas. Like, you know, like that was super motivating. 
But when I started my doTERRA business, all those things were gone, right? So I had to think, and it made me question, like, maybe do I want to do this? Do I need to do this? Do, is Why am I doing this? And it, and I just made a, a post the other day, like, sometimes your why is not what you think. And it took me a long time because um, many people that do start their doTERRA businesses, they're, they're money motivated. And I'm not saying that's bad at all. Um, obviously, I was very money motivated when we started the gym. But when they, when you know, I was around all of that. Right. And like, and people were like, Oh, well you can make this and you can make that. And it wasn't enticing to me because I had a whole nother business. Right. And by this time, my husband and I had real estate investments and we had other things. So I was like, the money is not enticing to me. And, and it was challenging for me to step out of that next comfort zone because I was like, I, well, if I'm not money motivated, like careers have always been linked to money for me, right? Like when I when I became accountant because I didn't grow up with a lot of money and I was like, I want to be in business, I want to be in business school and I'm going to do that and be in the corporate world and, and all that. So every time I was doing something, it was always money motivated. So like to get out that, to start a whole nother business was like, okay, well, if money's not the motivation, what the hell is it, Right. And so I had to dig deep. And that's why I'm saying that that second one is a lot harder because I had to think like, well, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I love helping people. I love, I truly believe the oils are game changing for everyone. Um, and obviously I can't help everyone, but I can help everyone that I can. And I just thought it was, and I also think financially the pay structure and the, the how the, how um, doTERRA does their compensation can help a lot of people for financially that, you know, in a way that I can't with my other businesses. Do you know what I mean? So, and I just love that there's no cap on anything, right? Like there's just like, you can just make it what you want. You can create the business how you want, like, and it can help you, uh, you can be as creative as you, you, you want. So me and I have a, an accountability partner and we, we uh, talk every, pretty much every day, but we talk once a like a, t- a call. We have an actual Zoom call once a week, and we're both building DoTerra businesses, and we're doing it so differently. Yeah, we have swap ideas and here and there, but it's just so different, and I I just love that about it. So once I figured that out, I was like, oh okay, but I had to I had to like get rid of like all the things that I thought that I had used to get out my comfort zone the first time didn't apply the second time that it did it. And we, we start thinking like, oh my goodness, like, is something wrong? Like what happened? Like I, I did this years ago or I did this a month ago, whatever. And it was so much easier, but it's because we're applying the, the reasons uh, in a, in a way that doesn't make sense. Right. So gave you an example for business, same thing for fitness. You know, you, you get to that, that point where your body gets used to what you're doing. You're working out three days a week. You're you're eating, you know, to put a number on it. I, I never like to do this, but just for purposes of explaining, let's say you're you were eating um like zero percent, you know, healthy foods, and now you're eating like thirty to forty percent healthy foods. Again, I don't think there's anything as black and white as that, but this is just for 
example purposes, right? So you get you get used to it and you're you're like, okay, I want to go to the next level. And again, your motivation is not the same because you're like, I'm I'm doing so much better. So you have to think, well, what is your new why? What is your why do you want to come out of that comfort zone right now? And it's different for everybody, especially when it comes to health and fitness, because if you feel like you're you're making strides and you are, right? Like if you were doing nothing and now you're doing a whole lot more, that is huge. So to compare when you were doing nothing to now when you're doing something and now you want to go do even more, it's it's like you you start thinking, well, how, well, what do I need to do? Like how, you know, it, it becomes, you start getting in your head, basically. You start getting in your head and you're like, I don't know it, like, why am I not as motivated? Right? I hear that all the time. People are like, why am I not as motivated? You know, when I did this a year ago, I was coming every day or I was, you know, what it ch- changes going back to the example of that person, they were doing three days a week. But I'm telling you from things people I've heard people say, they're like, you know, I was, I was so motivated. I was waking up. I was just getting up and just going. I was having my protein shake and I was doing this on the weekends to help for, prepare for the week. And now it's like, why can't I do those things as well? And it's because you got used to your new norm. You got used to your new norm and now it's like, now you have to push yourself even further, which is what I'm saying. My whole point, that second comfort zone is a lot harder. So you're like, what the hell, Amy? Like, great, thanks. (laughs) So now you're telling me not only is it hard to leave the first comfort zone, but the second time I do it, it's going to be even freaking harder. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that is what I'm saying. But Here's what I love about learning things like that and just, you know, making yourself think about these things is that when you know something's going to be challenging, when you know it's going to, there's going to be hardships and the, you know, all this stuff is going to come up when it does come up, because it is going to, it is going to come up. You're prepared for it. You're so much more prepared. You're like, Oh. This is what that was. This is what she was talking about. Like, okay, I see. So if instead of like, oh, you instead of being blindsided by it, instead of being like, holy crap, I was totally ready to just burst through that next level and not expecting all this stuff at all. But when that stuff comes and you know it's coming, you're like, okay, all right, all right. And you can prepare for it better. So so let's 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 see what I'm gonna give you some tips on what you know how to push past this. So one, know that the two comfort zones and the third one and the fourth one and the fifth one, <laughs> they're not the same. Okay, I've talked about it in the past that yes, it does get easier to continually when you do this over and over and over again. But I'm talking about right in the beginning. Like right in the beginning. And it may even happen, like it also depends on like how big of a gap they are, right? Like if you are um just to just to put it in like so you can have a visual, right? Because I'm I'm a very visual person. So let's say your comfort zone is a two, right? Like, and you're like, okay, I wanna go to the next level. And you're like, I wanna go to a three. Okay, that's a smaller gap, obviously. So let's say your comfort zone going back is a two. And now you're like, you know, you're like, I'm going to freaking go for it. I want to go for a six. Okay. That is a huge gap. So know that those two things are not the same. They're going to feel differently. Or when if you, if you went from two to three 
and now you're going from three to, to six, there's a bigger gap, right? It's obviously numbers wise, it's a difference of one versus a difference of three. Those are, those are not the same. So if you're comparing your jump from two to three to your proposed jump from three to six, it's, it's just not the same. And you're like, well, I've acquired skills and I've done this for sure, but it's still a big gap. Do you know what I mean? And you have to think about like where, what's affecting your motivation, what's affecting your energy, what's what, what do you, what's the pain you're going away from, what's the pleasure you're going going towards, like all these things change. And once you know they aren't the same, you stop trying to compare them. Instead, what I highly recommend is instead of comparing, oh, like these are. Instead of saying these are apples to apples and I just need to do the exact same things, what lessons did you learn from the first time that you can you can apply to the second one, but in a way that is is gonna help you instead of hurting you, right? So if you're like, okay, I was really motivated, it's going back to my career example. I was very motivated by money, okay? But I was motivated, for me, that that tells me I was motivated by something, okay? Money is not a factor right now. I cannot put that in the equation as much as I try. And and I'm telling you this from experience. I tried. I tried for that money to be the factor. I was like, hey, I'm going to make, I can make this much and I can do this, blah, blah, blah. But it just, it wasn't the same. It's not the same when you have zero money <laughs> and you're going for some money to when you have money and you're going for more money. It is is just not the same motivation. So I was, um, so for that example, I was thinking, okay, I was motivated by something. I, I need the motivation. I need to, to go towards something or away from something. So that's when I was like, okay, this is what I can do. I can make it my own. I can have something that is just entirely my creation and I can just create. And that for me was very motivating to create something that was just, um, 100% my brand, right? So I used the, the, the lessons that I learned from that was, okay, I was motivated by this. I can do that, blah, blah, blah. And I also recognized, well, I was able to do that, right? Like, it's not easy to start a new business. So you're like, oh, okay, I was able to do X, Y, Z, I can do X, Y, Z a little differently, but it's not going to be exactly the same because it's different business, very different. Like obviously one's on social media, one's in person, like so different. So, but just my point in telling you all this is you want to look at what lessons you learned from the first time you got out of your comfort zone and how you can apply those, but tweak them for the second time, right? And know that your reasons are going to be different, okay? Like know that. Okay, you're not going to go from A to B and then do the same thing to go from B to C. It's just, it's very rare that that actually happens. It's very, very rare. I have seen it with my health. I've seen it with career. I've seen it with other people's health, with other people's careers, with other people's businesses. It is not the same. I have done, and I'm, I'm telling you, you could, you could test it out. You could probably just think about examples right now on like something you did in your, when you were 25, you were like, okay, I'm gonna get healthy. I'm gonna do this, this, and this. And then when you're 35, you do the exact same things and it doesn't work. Now, of course, hormones and age and all come, come into play, but it's the same thing. It's the same concept, right? Like there's different factors at play. 
So just know that. And the next thing is know that you have done it before and know that it it will be challenging the second time and it's probably going to be challenging the third time and the fourth time and the fifth time. The challenge does not go away. The challenge of stepping out of your comfort zone never actually goes away. What actually helps you get through those is that you recognize that it's going to be challenging and embrace the challenge, okay? So instead of trying to to get to a point where it's not challenging, you, you more the, I want you to think you want to get to a place where you know it's going to be challenging and you do it anyway, right? I was just talking to a um, nutrition client that I have and we were talking about um, that exercising doesn't, rarely gets, gets easier, right? If you're pushing yourself, if you have a good trainer, if you have a good workout per, uh, per partner, whatever, the exercise doesn't actually get easier. We never get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm not out of breath. That doesn't typically happen for somebody that's pushing themselves because let's say you do a workout and, uh, on January 1st, right? And it, it kicks your ass, right? It just kicks your ass, but it's out of your it's out of your comfort zone, and you're like, I did it, and you're sweaty, and you're out of breath. And six months later, on June first, right? That's six months or July, whatever. Six months later, you you do that exact same workout, and you're still out of breath, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're like, what happened, right? Like. You're like, I, I did this six months ago and I was, I'm still out of breath, but I want you to dig deeper. Did you push your, you, most likely, I can almost guarantee you pushed yourself for that second workout. You pushed yourself a lot harder because you, be, you were stronger. Your lungs were stronger. Your legs were, were stronger. You probably did more reps, right? Let's say it was like one of the things, I'm just throwing random things out there, was one minute of burpees. One minute of burpees is going to kill anybody, okay? But maybe the first time you did it, you did 10 minutes, 10 burpees, okay? You did 10 burpees in a minute. Now, this, the second time you did that workout, maybe you did 15 or 16 burpees, whatever. You're still going to be out of breath, but you added more to it, right? So it's it's not that it became less challenging. The workout's still hard. It just means that you push yourself and you became better, right? So it's the same thing when you're going through these different comfort zones. And, you know, I, I, I see it in nutrition coaching and I see it with a lot of times people are like, I just want it to be easier. I just want it to not be hard. It's so hard. I just want it to be, uh, I just want it to, you know, just be a little bit, you know, I don't even know the words, less challenging. I'm trying not to say challenging, but clearly I'm just going to say challenging. And I'm like, dude, that's not going to happen. Like when you are going towards amazing things, right? Like if you want these, uh, you know, to be the to be the healthiest that you've been, to be financially free, and to just have like the best relationships and all the things, those those come with challenges. And and what always cracks me up, people um, are always a little taken back by like the the happiness coach right like me as a happiness coach that I'm like shit's gonna be hard like it's not like you're gonna be angry you're gonna be sad and they're like wait and I'm like 
we're not getting rid of these things. We're just learning to deal with them. And it's the same thing with your comfort zone. Like that second time, it's, you just have to recognize it's, it's going to be a little bit more challenging because, um, you have to dig around a little bit for your motivations and what's going to help you move to that next level. So it is, you never, you don't get it. It doesn't get easier. You just get better. And I know that's super cliche and you've heard that before, but it's cliche because it's true. <laughs> so, and, and then, so over time you're like, Oh, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Um, and I think it's, you know, I've talked about how like social media makes it seem so easy. And cause you only seeing somebody's highlight reel, right? Like you'll see somebody post, um, that they did this big thing and you're like, damn, how'd they do that? Uh, but I'll, a lot of times they didn't post how they actually did it, or like how they the the struggles and that they were like crying in a corner <laughs> by themselves, but and just like just so like oh my god! Like I'll give you another example. Um, I got asked to be on a panel for MDM, which was a huge freaking event, like huge biggest event I've ever been at, and there was like ginormous names, like there was Ed Milet and um, Bobby Castro and. Eric Thomas, like all these people were speaking, like it was just huge. And I was asked to be on a panel. And of course I posted about that and, and talked about that. And I got all these comments that were like, oh my God, you deserve it. Like you, you worked for this, blah, blah, blah. That was such a big step out of my comfort zone. I can't even tell you like shooting a podcast. Um, there's nobody else in the room with me. Like by, by myself, like I like people are like, oh, you're so good at social media. You can just like you're so this. You could like getting on stage was so this. I'm like no, when I'm shooting my podcast, I am alone. My maybe my dogs are in the room. <laughs> when I am doing my reels and nobody else is around for the most part, unless I'm doing it out in public. But I'm by myself. <laughs> There's nobody there. So to stand in front, and I've, I've done other speaking things where on, I've spoke on stage, but not to that magnitude. This was in an arena. It was a shit ton of people. So um, that coming out of my comfort zone for doing that, I didn't sleep the day before. And I don't mean like, oh, I got a couple of hours. Like I legit could not fall asleep. Because I was so goddamn nervous that I could not, like, I literally, like, I was like, okay, if I fall asleep now, I have five hours. If I fall asleep now, I have four hours, <laughs> three hours. And at some point, I was just like, I'm just gonna get up and go for a walk and clearly drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> so, but anyway, I am, I am telling you all that to, it, you never know what's happening, right? Like, my, my, to get out of that comfort zone, I had to do way more than I've ever done for all the other times I've spoken on a stage, right? So for example, I my friend owns a, a company and she has this, she does this uh, once a year retreat for all her employees and she asked me to come uh, to drive down. She lives a few hours away from me. She asked me to drive down to do like a happiness coaching moment for them like to like motivate them and whatever so I obviously prepared for that I had like a you know I had like notes and blah blah, blah. but and I you know I didn't actually practice 
like stand in front of a thing and like practice, 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 practice. Because I was like, oh, it's a smaller company. I think it was like 30, 40 people. I was like, okay, like, was I nervous? Yes, but was I, I definitely had notes, but I wasn't like repeating all the things and all that. And I had an hour. I was talking for an hour uh, versus... Uh, and that was one of the first times I've ever, for happiness, have ever spoken in front of a crowd, right? I've done it for like teaching, like I've taught classes. Um, I obviously teach essential oil classes. I've trained. I've done that. But for for my business, I've, that was the first thing for happiness, right? Um, so this also going back to MDM, fast forward to that. This was also, I was put on the stage as the happiness coach. And I had uh, four minutes total. So I, they were going to ask me two questions and I had two minutes or maybe it was three minutes. It was two to three minutes for each question. So at most I was talking for four to six minutes versus an hour. Okay. (laughs) But let me tell you, I, and I knew the questions beforehand. I practiced and practiced and practiced. Like I was repeating it in my head. I wrote it down. I was doing all those things because it was, and then I had to think, okay, what, what is, what do I need to do to prepare differently? Because what I did the first time coming out of my comfort zone and and going um, and talking in front of people, it was very different, right? Like I was like, okay, I, I got to do this. I want make people to to make sure they're getting value. Obviously, both I want people to to what I said to be valuable, but it was just so different, you know. Like if I would have done the same thing that I did to get out my comfort zone the first time. Uh, for the happiness call, uh, speech, I guess you can call it, at my friend's company, I would have bombed MDM. I would have been a mess because I was so goddamn nervous that if I did the same thing, it would have it would have went wrong, right? So just know that I, I shared that whole story to one, to show you that everybody struggles <laughs> regardless of what you, you think on the surface. I am always about two seconds from throwing up every time I do something. <laughs> promise you I just do it anyway <laughs> but but I I always like to share like my internal feelings like um like uh, this is totally random and I'll just share it anyway but almost every time I talk in front of people um unless I've been told like right before which has happened to me somebody's like hey we want you on stage can you talk about this uh, unless it's in that situation I try to have my hair covering my ears because my ears get so hot like they get so hot and so red and I don't want you know usually in these situations there's video and pictures and all this stuff so I I usually try to have my hair down um and I also start sweating like a mad woman so (laughs) I try to think about that when I'm dressing like when I pick my clothes I want to make sure okay this is what (laughs) I'm wearing so I don't have like ginormous pit stains I also am quite klutzy I can knock out a yoga class. I can do bar like the best of them. But as just like normal walking is sometimes I just trip. So I'm always like, what shoes am I going to wear? So I don't bust my ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? So all these things always come into play. Um, so that's just to tell you like shit is hard for everybody. <laughs> but anyway, getting back to the point, coming out of that second comfort zone is harder, but it doesn't have to, it doesn't 
have to cripple you if you know it's going to be a challenge. If you know going in, this is going to be, this is going to be a little bit more difficult because I'm kind of writing in the middle as opposed to like, I'm either on the bottom and I just need to get the hell out of the bottom. Now you're going from the middle to just a little bit further. So it's, it's different, right? So just know that and do what you need to do, whether it's a journal, whether it's talking to somebody, whether it's applying the lessons that you learned from the first time, but like tweaking them, just the biggest step and the biggest thing I wanted to impart for this podcast is just for you to now recognize that so that you are not feeling guilty. You're not so hard on yourself. You're not questioning whether you, you are on the right path because a lot of times we are on the right path and because we, we, we struggle with that next step, uh, we're like, oh, maybe this isn't right. And we start questioning ourselves and then we kind of get stuck in that, that, that first comfort zone and we never step out of the second one because we got it in our head. So that's all I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and all my crazy rambling. <laughs> so if there's anything you would like me to discuss or any topics you would like to hear, feel free to reach out to me on social media through Instagram or Facebook or you can email me, um, and I'd be happy to make that a topic. Uh, so thank you for listening and I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.